You're listening to the Whenever It Kicks podcast with me, Jessie Cave. In this episode, episode 26, I talk about attachment parenting and ants. Thank you for listening. Right. (laughs) I am breastfeeding the baby on my left side, which is my preferred side to feed on. And I am filming this for Patreon as well. And I'm worried that everyone who is a patron has now seen all aspects of my nipples. Um, But whatever, whatever. They're paying a good price for that. So it's okay. Um, So if you can hear little Becca gulping, I'm sorry. That is the... uh, that is the sound of, of, of a very hungry baby. I have been feeding him nonstop, I think, all day and yesterday with little breaks, obviously, just little breaks and then back on. I think he's going through a 12-week growth spurt. Thing is, if you say to anybody, oh, he's feeding loads, and then the, you say, oh, how old is he? They say, how old is he? And you say, oh, 12 weeks. Oh, it's a 12-week growth spurt. Any age, they say. Oh, that's the seven-week growth spurt. Oh, that's the nine-week growth spurt. Oh, that's the 11-week re- regression. That's the 17-week regression. That's the 27-week regression. It, it's all subjective. It's it Basically, they're just, I think they have some days where they're more hungry. I will say it's been really nice to not have to pump at all and just to do it exclusive EB, EBF, EBFing. Is that, is that what you say on mum's net? EBFing. It's really nice. I'm glad I don't have to sterilize anything at the moment. But this week's podcast is about attachment parenting. And it's especially on my mind at the moment because tomorrow I'm going away. I'm going away for five whole days. No, six whole days and six nights. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So five nights and six whole days. And I'm dreading it. It's a really good job. I'm really glad. I'm really grateful. I'm very lucky, but dreading it. Absolutely dreading it. I've just spent the last two hours trying to pack in between feeding Becca. Um, Bibi is taking the kids out to the park, which is lovely. My mum is doing errands for me. It's I'm very blessed and lucky to have so many supportive family members, but, and Alfie's obviously AWOL because he's a professional comedian. He's actually not able. He's gone to Hastings in this gloomy rain to do a gig by the seaside. Um, and so he's not available to help, even though he will be on full dad duty for a whole six days. And I'm really looking forward to getting his texts. Because, you know, it's really hard parenting and I do it full time a lot of the time. And whenever I complain about it, I always feel like you know, he has the right to say, well, you asked for this because that's true. And he has a funny joke that I, whenever I, he's hung over and I say, well, you asked for it. He, he, basically we both, we both wanted both of those things. He wanted to get drunk. I wanted to have another baby. So he's actually very funny about it. And I just was, I just ruined his joke. But anyway, it's funny. Um, but he does this annoying thing of pretending it's all easy when I get back. Does anyone else's spouse do that? Well, it's easy looking after kids, isn't it? It's easy. What are you complaining about? He doesn't actually do that. He does say it's very hard, but I, I, he's this morning when we went out for a coffee as a family, he was saying, oh, we're going to do baking this week and we're going to do, we're going to, you can do this and you can do that. And I wanted to be like, you're not going to do any of those things. It's going to be hard and you're going to just let them watch TV and that's going to be enough. So please stop saying that you're going to do all of these things. Oh, we're going to make pancakes. No, you're not. You're not going to make pancakes. If they make pancakes, I'm going to be annoyed. 
Anyway, so I've been packing 10 outfits for me to wear on TV and I've been packing 30 outfits for Becca to wear and vomit on. And I just, I cannot stress enough how nervous I am about going away. My mom is coming with me with Becca. There's huge train disruptions because of the the train strike. So we're driving up to Manchester tomorrow morning with another cast member I've never met, which is stressful because I'm awkward. I don't want to sit in a car for five hours with someone I've never met, especially when my mom is sewing a puppet of me. Backstory. My mom is, I've commissioned my mom to make me a puppet, especially for this TV show I'm in. If anyone has seen my live shows, you know that I use puppets. And if you didn't know that before now, that's another string to my bow. Puppetry, which I'm awful at. And it's not really puppetry. It's just me speaking to a face. But I am going to use a a puppet of me for some of these TV bits. It's my first presenting job, which is exciting. I didn't think I would get it, but I got it. Didn't think that I would be filming so soon after having a baby, but I am. Desperate for the money. Not going to lie need the money and it's a good job, but I might be awful. I might be an awful presenter or I might become, you know, the next Emma Willis, who is beautiful. I love Ella Willis. So I want Ella Willis's life. Actually, quite often I look at her Instagram and I'm like, you're doing, you're doing it really right. You're doing it so right. And you're married to Matt, Matt Willis, obviously. <laughs> what was Emma Willis's name before Willis? Because I only think of her as Willis. Ah, oh, Matt is the underdog of Busted, isn't he? Everyone went for Charlie. I went for Matt. Anyway, so I wanted to talk about attachment parenting because I realised I am an extreme attachment parent. And that's obviously um, fueled by the co-sleeping that we found ourselves in. I did my first Instagram live last Wednesday, my first mum's club. It wasn't so much a mum's club, but uh, lots of people wanting to ask about Lavender Brown and Harry Potter and me saying, please stop talking about Harry Potter. And I think upsetting them and then getting so many questions that it was hard to kind of navigate and then feeling like I'd done a bad job. And then the Instagram just dying at the end and it didn't save. And but I posted it here on Patreon if you are um, a patron. I forget to look at keep looking at the camera. Sorry. Hi, patrons. Um, so second mum's club, I think will be about polycystic ovaries. Cause I know that, uh, I have spoken about having polycystic ovaries and lots of people have messaged me about how did you now like deal with polycystic ovaries and getting pregnant and breastfeeding and all that stuff. So I thought it'd be quite fun to talk about it. I should stress that I, um, have quite mild polycystic ovaries. Um, just as a, b- before I, I start claiming to be an expert on PCOS or PCOS. I like it when people say PCOS. Sounds like peacock. So I'm dreading going away, not only because I've got to work and have full days of filming, 12 hour days is not easy. And I'm going to, I've done the, the typical, typical woman like me thing of saying, no, 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 it's fine. The baby will be fine. Like, uh, you know, oh yeah, whenever I can get back to feed him, it's fine. Don't worry. You know, I'll be, you know, it's, you won't even know they're there. That you won't even... When actually I need to feed him every two hours. And if I don't feed him every two hours, I get not only upset, but the baby, actually the baby doesn't need to be fed every two hours, but I've just pretended he needs to be fed every two hours just in case. But I reckon I won't get back to him every two hours anyway. 
he's such a good baby, this baby. And I don't want to rub anyone's faces in it who's got a difficult baby right now. And I know there's not such a, no such thing as a difficult baby, but I've had a difficult baby or two. So I think I'm allowed to say that. Um, compared to 10, this baby is a dream sleeper. So just sleeps from 10 till five, wakes up, one boob, other boob, done, falls back asleep. 10 is, is, is more disruptive at night than this baby. Just what, it's like he knew that he had to be a good baby because everything is quite stressful around him. So he's just slotted himself into the family, feeds when he needs to, smiles when he needs to, cries a little bit. And I don't get so worried about babies crying. I used to, whenever 10 cried, I would immediately pick him up. But with Becca, I, I'm being a bit more relaxed about it because he knows I'm going to pick him up eventually. He can cry for a second. It's okay. Um, so I have been inside a lot over the last few months, obviously because of the new baby and my fears of going outside and COVID and us getting sick and all this stuff. So I think my attachment parenting has kicked into overdrive because we do everything together. And it's not like I'm sitting there radiant with happiness and doing crafts and stories and make-believe games with them. I'm sitting there probably breastfeeding on my phone, but I'm there and I'm always there and they know that. So much so that when even if I go to the toilet, Ten's like, mama, 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 where did you go? I'm like, I'm doing a wee, I'm doing a wee. Um... And I I do think it stemmed also from my mum's way of parenting, which was because she read a book called The Continuum Concept and liked that concept of parenting. And I think I've just carried over a lot of her, her ways of doing parenting, which I really like. Um, but lately I've been looking at other mums and how they do things and feeling this just fascination of how they can put their kids into clubs every day of the week and after school club and holiday clubs and babysitters and going out. And it was actually fueled by Alfie telling me that a friend of theirs, a friend of his, sorry, um, they've got a recent baby and they're out all the time working or, or at parties or doing things. And, and I just got so jealous because it's not like I want to go to parties and I want to go to do work things in the evenings and stuff like that. I just, I just can't be away from them without being upset. And I know this is probably a matter of the baby being 12 weeks and being raw from everything. And then post pandemic kind of anxiety of going out and things like that. But I, I just feel like I'm so tethered to each and every one of their little fingers and toes. I just can't, bring myself to even be away for a few hours. Like I've been meaning to get my nails done for a few weeks in preparation for this TV show. And I haven't even done that. And it's, that would be 40 minutes door to door, but I just, I just can't justify any time away from them without feeling this horrible guilt. And I just wish I didn't have that. I really do. Cause I know that people will say, oh, you know, it's time for you. It's better for you and your kids. And I know that, but it's all very well saying that, but what if you don't the steps to actually get out the door and get away from them is too difficult for me to do right now. So I don't know what's going to happen. This week is going to be, what's that word? Testifier? Testifier? Uh, baptism. Ba that's it. Ba a baptism of fire for me this week in my attachment parenting. I'm going to be away from three out of four of the kids 
for hours at a time, I might be away from the baby. My mum's going to be in a little caravan away from me, probably still finishing off my, my puppet face. And I didn't know how I'm going to do it. So if anyone has any advice about how to slowly get a little bit more self, um, I don't know what the word is again. Sorry, words fail me right now, but just get a little bit better at the, with the separation anxiety and tips for separation anxiety with your babies when you're an extreme attachment parent. That would be great. Message me. I would really appreciate that. I know distractions are good, so I will be busy this week. I'll try really hard to be professional and do a good job. And I know they're taken care of with Alfie. They'll be fine. And it's good for Alfie to have this test to be on his own with them. Three is a lot to be on your, to be on your own with three is still a lot. Because I thought, oh, I'm, no, he's not going to have Becca. It's easy. But no, 10 is still the problem, baby, with the sleep. He wakes up probably five times a night still and just cries like he's having a nightmare or just sits up. Sometimes I just find him at the foot of the bed just sitting and saying, downstairs, downstairs. It's like, no, it's 2 a.m., so we're not going downstairs. Another two little admin problems or life, life household problems have been our shower stopped working just out of nowhere. The, 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 the water pressure on our floor apparently gave in and we haven't had a working shower in about eight days. And I feel a bit stupid because we've been having baths and it's, you can't wash your hair in a bath properly, can you? Well, you can if you've got a bucket. But <laughs> I'm sure there's other tactics to how to wash your hair in a bath. But we just do it with a bucket. And I've lost the bucket because we took it to the sand park and I haven't washed the sand out of the sand bucket, out of the bucket yet. So we haven't really washed our hair properly in a while. But then I felt so stupid because this morning I just thought, oh, I'll just try the shower. Just try it. Because the, the repairman never turned up and the shower's fully working. So I don't know how long it's been fully working for with us doing our dirty baths but that's annoying and then this is this might gross some people out and I'm sorry oh my god my posture is so bad and I'm holding the baby even though I don't really need to be holding him right now but I'm an attachment I'm an attachment parent um should I put the baby down or should I keep him on me and just ruin my back I'll keep the baby on me that's what I'll do I'll keep the baby on me um so we have an ant problem and I know it's the heat and I know ants aren't harmful but fucking hell, I'm scared of ants. I'm actually scared of ants. I noticed them a few weeks ago, maybe even longer. And I did the hoovering them up tactic. And I'm sorry, I know I'm a vegan, but I don't really, I don't have strong feelings about ants. There was a time when I did have strong feelings about ants. <laughs> and I wouldn't have killed them, but now I just can't. I don't have time to care about ants. I'm sorry if anyone's upset out there. I'm sure ants do maybe have feelings, but I need sleep. And I woke up two days ago. I was meant to have a night of sleep. My mom had the, the three kids and it was just me and Becca. So I was going to have a, a full night's sleep rather than tens night's sleep and woke up with two ants. I just, I knew something was on my back. I thought, oh, it's my hair. It's my hair. I was in my half sleep. And then lo and behold, pat my back and two ants fly off onto the mattress and I see them running around happy and on my bed. Look behind my bed, more ants. 
not a huge amount. I'm not going to, it's not gross, but it's still, it's still very, it's just not ideal. Our bed is on the floor. And I think this is probably a bed on the floor issue. And our bedroom looks out onto a balcony and the balcony is quite gross. Like I haven't weeded the stuff and it's quite old. We live in a very old block of flats. So I think the ants have come in from the balcony, maybe to get away from the heat or to be cool. I don't know what ants do. Um, (laughs) And we're ridden, we're ridden. And this was on top of breastfeeding the entire time, being on some medication, which has made me a bit hormonal and lack of sleep. So it's a big combo for a slight breakdown. And I made my mum go and get me some poison for the ants. And now we've covered the balcony in the poison. And obviously it's dangerous because 10 could just run out onto the balcony. And I'm just, I'm just in a little bit of a state right now, if you can't tell. So if anyone else has any ant advice, I was, I remember on a podcast with BB, I talked about my mouse problem. This was in our previous house and we got some really good advice about mice. Didn't mean that for that to rhyme. Sorry. But so if anyone's got any good ant advice, please send it my way. I hoovered them up. They were hanging out in the toy box, weirdly. And I think that must've been because maybe 10 had some, maybe there was some you know, sticky stuff on a toy. But I don't think so because this is the upstairs bedroom and I don't have food up here because everyone would be like, oh, do you have food up? No, we do not have food up here. So that's not contributing. So at least I'm going to have a holiday from the ants. I'm going to have a nice break from the the ants and Alfie can deal with the ants. And uh, I hope to come back to a, a beautiful, clean house with everything, all the beds made, all the laundry done. Not an ant in sight and the kids with washed faces. And I I think none of those things will actually happen. And I know Alfie listens to this and he's probably laughing at the thought of me hoping that I would come back to a tidy flat. But that's the price I pay. You go away. You can't be as tidy. Their flat can't be as tidy as you want. And that's okay. Got to keep remembering that uh, mess goes away. You can tidy up. I think sometimes I, I mean, get so upset about mess, but I forget it's a, you can tidy it up. Okay. I think that that's, that's me saying, Jesse, stop talking now. Stop the podcast. Cause you're, you're being really boring. <laughs> so I hope that everybody has a really good week. I'll be back next Monday with another podcast and an update about my work trip away. If I ever get there because of the train strikes. So Thank you for listening. And I hope that everybody's pregnancies and mothering journeys are going well. Or if you're not a mother or not pregnant, I hope you're having just everything is great. And I am very excited to be back and to have achieved the task of the week, which is be a working mom away from my baby (laughs) for a few hours at a time, at least. Thank you for listening. And Um, If you want to listen to me in BB's podcast, that episode is out every Wednesday. So I'm going to have a regular thing and and you can hold me to it, people. Mondays is whenever it kicks. Wednesdays is we can't talk about that right now. And if you want to follow us on Patreon, it's just £3 a month, which is the equivalent of getting us a cheap flat white, not even a full price flat white. 
just just buy us a coffee each month and we do lots of extra content on there. Um, the video of this podcast is up there, um, extra YouTube videos, occasional diary entries from me and little bonus stuff every so often. So that would be really nice. Thank you for listening. Good day to you.